Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are gonna allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Hey, Gold Digger, welcome back to another episode of The Gold Digger Girl. I'm so excited to chat with you today about this topic, why you need to ditch one-on-one onboarding now. I may meet some resistance with this, and I really, you know, this. I'm always gonna tell you what I really think. So if you don't agree, I encourage you to stay open-minded because once I implemented automated onboarding and stopped doing one-on-ones, not only did my book of business increase, my personal enrollments increase, but my duplication went crazy and I started to get my time back. I stopped feeling so burnt out. I stopped feeling like really dreading that next one-on-one Zoom because I knew, or a phone call because I knew it would be 45 minutes to an hour and frustrated when people wouldn't do anything. So we're gonna chat about that today. So first off, why you need to ditch it, the one-on-one onboarding. What I'm talking about is coming up with a way that you can still connect, you can still engage, you can still help that person and be there for them, but you aren't spoon feeding them. You aren't spending time one-on-one with them on a call, on a Zoom. Now why this is important is because we only have so much time and the people you are recruiting only have so much time. They're watching you. So if it's taking a lot to get them up and running, they are gonna notice that. And they're gonna think to themselves, oh goodness, I don't wanna recruit a lot of people or build a business because it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of time out of my schedule to do this. And if you even think about that whole process of launching, so let's say someone signs up on a Saturday and you're like, okay, let's schedule your onboarding or your, your training, let's schedule your training call. What's, what, are the, what are they thinking in their head? They're thinking, okay, I, I'm not gonna start, obviously, until I have my training call. Well, schedules are tricky, so let's just say you, you figure something out within the next few days, so Tuesday. All right, you have your call with them Tuesday, give them some instructions, so they, they're supposed to start implementing the next day. Well, it's been, what, five days since they started? Like, you've gotta get people into activity within 48 hours. Like, they should already have their first curiosity post up. Like, they have got to get into activity. So that's a really important piece of it, is the the whole length of time that it takes, right? But the other thing is, is that they notice, they notice how long it's taking and you're going to see people, they're not gonna necessarily want to do the same thing. You might love it, it might be your jam, right? But we have to think of ways to make this business simple for people and make it work into their lives because more than ever people are busy, but also more than ever they're looking for something on the side. They're not necessarily thinking long-term, quit my job, do this for a full-time career like you might be, right? The other thing is, is when you create a system where people can plug into, duplication is gonna come when you have a way to make sure everyone is getting the same training. So let's say I onboard you and I do a one-on-one call with you and I'm a great onboarder. I'm great at training, I'm positive. When people have a concern, they're like, hey, so I noticed that we ha- I have to spend this much per month to-, to stay active. Like, I didn't know that. You don't want someone else who's doing their onboarding who's like, oh, I know, Gina, it's, it's pretty, that's really kind of not a good part of it. Or 
they get into complaining and they're going back and forth on it. And you would think that this doesn't happen, but it does. It absolutely does. And it's not, they're not going to do it the way that you're going to do it. They're just not, or it just doesn't happen. So if you are having, even think of the efforts of you scheduling a one-on-one call with someone or Zoom, that coordination piece, imagine someone not quite as committed as you are. And when I say not quite as committed, I just mean they're not going all in like you are. Like you're the runner, you're the top 5%, right? Or top 15%. So you're you're more likely to be like, okay, let's find a time, let's coordinate. Well, if you're the 80% of the people on your team wanna make 500 bucks a month, a thousand at, at most, they are not gonna sit here and, and coordinate and try to make this time happen. And then the person doesn't even get training at all right? Like there's not any one-on-one time to instruct them. You don't have an, an onboarding process in place. So now this person's just in limbo land. And so if you think of, yeah, your direct enrollments, you can control them, right? You know what's happening with them. Maybe the second level down, you're probably pretty invested. But when it starts to get five levels down, 10 levels down, like have you ever had this happen before where you get into your back office and you're like, oh my gosh, that person's like a total rock star, right? So ideally you're ahead of it and you know what's happening, but sometimes people are recruiting and then that person's recruiting and then they are. It's levels and levels down. You kind of lose touch of it a little bit. Well, there's gonna be stuff happening that you don't even realize, okay? So having an automated onboarding process is gonna allow you to ensure everyone gets the same training. Also, they all have the best chance for success. If you set it up and you make sure it's done properly and you can plug people into it, there's really no excuse. There's really no reason that they can't have results. And if they don't, it's just because they didn't put the effort in or maybe it wasn't for them. They got into it and they're like, oh, wait, 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 this isn't what I thought. Versus someone never even onboarding them, someone never even training them, that training call not happening. And then it just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. If you can get someone into activity within 24 to 48 hours, when they get that, even even if they don't have a first sale, but they start to get three-way chats going, they, they get some traction on their post, when you start to have that happening, they are seeing how this business is built. They're like, oh my goodness, I can totally do this. This is real, this is happening. If you are waiting for people to get their product in the mail, their product kit, or however you however your company works, and you're waiting for them, that is not gonna work. You've got to get them into activity right away. If think about this, okay, let's go back to our other example. With the person starting on Saturday, so let's say Gina starts on Saturday. So excited, Gina, I'm welcome aboard. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add you to our, our private team page. It's a Facebook group. I'm gonna tag you on the welcome video and then work through the first three units. Let me know when you get to unit two and then we'll all, our whole team's gonna help support your curiosity post and help help it go viral. And then you put them in a team chat, you introduce them to your upline, they go into the, the Facebook group, they get that first welcome video done. I have a getting started guide that I have them fill out. It's not extensive, but I do. <laughs> it's inside of um, Six Figure Breakthrough Business Academy if you're listening and you're in that program. It's in one of the bonus modules. So then they go to units one through two, one through three. So now we have someone who is potentially on their very first day already in activity sharing, already in activity posting on social media, throwing stuff in their stories, maybe get their launch event in the books. This person is in activity. I can't tell you how many times this year I have had people beat the box and it's my favorite thing in the whole world. It's where someone hits a rank advancement or two before their product comes in the mail. 
How powerful is that? To me, that's a sign that there is a well-oiled machine set up that I can bring people in, have them get results, have them get those wins. And when they get that box in the mail, it's not the pit in their stomach of, oh, what did I do? It's the, oh my gosh, I've already made my money back or I'm, I'm part, part way through. How exciting is this? Can't wait to get these products and try them. So this is how you can create that momentum, that duplication that you want. And I gotta tell you, I'm a top recruiter in my company and I have had the best time this year building this team because I have the energy for them. I look forward to it. I don't, I'm not thinking when I bring people on, I'm not like, oh, I've got to spend all this time training them. Yes, I'm there for them, for them in Messenger. Yes, I'm there to help support them. I'm there for all their three-way chats. Absolutely, but I'm not getting on Zooms with them. I'm not spending time with them. And when you do that, you are really capping yourself. You really are. So you might not even realize it, but subconsciously, you might not be recruiting because your mind's like, oh my gosh, like I seriously don't even have time. There's no way. And then it just seems too much. So then you just don't even put the effort in or you kind of repel away the one thing that you want, which is not good. Okay. So what I want you to do is I really want you to think about this. I really want you to look at your onboarding process. I want you to ask yourself, okay, if I was able to get Kimberly Olson to come in and look at my Facebook group, or maybe you have a back office of some sort, or you're using some outside platform to onboard people, what does it look like? What would I say? If you had my eyes on it, what would I say? And I want you to ask yourself, would I bless it? Would I give it some tweaks? And I'm gonna encourage you to pretend that someone is watching because you want to rise rise up. You wanna level up. You wanna provide the best opportunity for people and you're only gonna do that if you really treat it like the business that it is, okay? So that's your homework is to clean up your onboarding process, take a look at it, see what you can do to streamline it. And I gotta tell you, it's really, really amazing to bring people in so they can see how simple this business is and they can get results and then you can you know, enjoy the benefits of that but also maintain your sanity and your health and your energy and also have time for your family. So I hope this was insightful for you. If you love this podcast, please write a review. I will shout you out and I will be able to know about it if you take a screenshot of this podcast that you're listening and throw it in your stories. Tag me on Instagram at the Gold Digger Girl, G-O-A-L, and I'll give you a special shout out as well. Thank you so much for listening, Gold Digger. Appreciate you. Until next time, get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.